0: word in edgewise. Good morning, RW. Good morning, Allison. This morning on our next to last day of June, we wake to drizzling rain, mist, and low ceilings of 500 feet or less, remnants of yesterday's welcome precipitation. Midweek, we will be halfway through 2015. Venus and Jupiter will still be close in the western sky, and Wednesday will also bring us the first of July's two full moons. This one at the beginning of the month is known as the hay moon, or the thunder moon. And the other one at the end of the month will be the blue moon, defined astronomically by earthsky.org as the second of two full moons in a single calendar month. Beneath all these heavenly events, we humans are a funny lot, often grumbling on the one hand about the weather when it affords us lush green landscapes by way of rain, and then lamenting, on the other hand, when the sky has remained clear and blue and full of sun so long that a drought occurs and the landscape withers and turns into tinder. In previous installments of A Word in Edgewise, we have been providing updates about the increasingly complicated tension arising between our government's Federal Aviation Administration, or FAA, and a burgeoning industry known as UAS, or UAVs, for unmanned aerial systems or unmanned aerial vehicles, respectively. In the vernacular, UAS and UAVs are often referred to as drones. In a nutshell, the complexity of this tension amounts to business on the one hand being kept in check by government on the other hand, principally with concerns about public safety. Because the airspace from the surface of the planet up to, say, 40,000 feet above ground level is already relatively congested with registered aircraft operated by licensed pilots, not a lot of wiggle room is available for anyone who wants to buy an unmanned aerial vehicle and experiment with how the thing might be maneuvered aloft. According to FAA data recently released because of pressure by California's U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein, the general aviation community witnessed 190 incidents during a nine-month period in 2014 when unauthorized drones were operating in American airspace. Of those, some two dozen incidents were reported as close shaves in which mid-air collisions were narrowly avoided. A senior FAA official said last week that the agency expects to finalize regulations for commercial applications within the next 12 months. And the Deseret News, Utah's oldest continuously published newspaper, reports that NASA, U.S. Forest Service, and private entities are currently looking at next-generation fire detection systems, which would use unmanned aerial systems to help monitor, measure, and detect wildfires. Utah Division of Forestry, Fire and State Land spokesman Jason Curry said recently that though the grasses may be green right now in Utah, the risk for catastrophic wildfires increases from July through September. As Maine learned in 1947, no forested region is immune from wildfires. All we need is sufficient days without moisture for all that lush vegetation to metamorphose into kindling. But even spokesman Curry summed up the current dilemma about drones. They are currently illegal over most wildfire scenes, and that firefighters shut down their own aerial operations when a privately operated drone is spotted in the area. Meanwhile, today is the middle day of the three day unmanned aerial systems traffic management convention being held at NASA's. Ames Research Center on Moffett Field in California's Silicon Valley, the heart of the majority of drone innovation at the moment. Attendants are gathered there to discuss what they see as, quote, the new era of aviation. Stay tuned for the further updates on unmanned aerial systems provided in future editions of A Word in Edgewise. For more on Oman, have a great day. I can play. fake it for a while Till I fall apart and style After